our roles as queens is to understand that we are conduits for the will of God. He's saying that if you love me, then serve. And if you are not walking in service, you're not walking in love. And if we're not really understanding that the will of God is always going to be connected to some kind of service, then we are cutting ourselves off from the fullness of the inheritance. Welcome to The Queen Path, a podcast that serves as a royal remembrance of embodying the woman God has called you to be. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to The Queen Path. I am your host, Moi Consola, aka Sola, and welcome to the show. So last week, I gave you all four tips to help you prepare for this beautiful season that we're in. If you are single, I really feel like now is the time where the Lord is really trying to prepare us to step into relationships with our purpose partners. And so if you are in that category, I highly recommend going back and listening to that episode before you listen to this episode, because I would consider this to be like a part two, so you can really deepen and understand like the power of love. So anyway, let's get into it. So love is what activates our spiritual gifts. Love is what activates abundance. Love is what activates our magnetism. Love is what activates uh, divine opportunities. Love is what opens the door to the impossible. Love is so powerful. It's so powerful. Even in like the Queen Path course, if you guys have taken that course or if you're in the course, you'll know that in module one, I spent a lot of time talking about the law of love. And it's something that I feel like a lot of people don't really understand, like the power of love and the law of love, because our society has really like messed us up in the head when it comes to understanding what love even is. And because so many of us lack the understanding of love, we have all of this wisdom and knowledge and information about, you know, how to be millionaires, how to attract the men of our dreams, how to manifest all of this, like, quote unquote, spiritual knowledge. Yet a lot of us are not really demonstrating power. And the reason why a lot of people are not really demonstrating power is because they do not understand that love is what activates that power. I'm going to read you guys one of my favorite scriptures from 1 Corinthians. 13 um, verse 2 it goes if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge and I have absolute faith to move mountains but have no love I am nothing and like that scripture is so powerful because it's literally telling you you can know all of this knowledge have all of this information you can have the 10 step strategies you can have like all of the wisdom in the world But if you do not have that foundational principle of love, then you are powerless, essentially. You are nothing. And God really wants his daughters to be like walking in power, activated in power, right? But in order for us to really be activated in power, let's just like take a quick like run through of what love truly is. Again, I dive deeper into this in the Queen Path course. If you're interested, go to www.thequeenpath.com and check out the course if you're interested. Anyway, so love is not a feeling. It's not an emotion, even though that's what we're programmed to believe. We think it's just like an emotion, a feeling like people fall in love and then they fall out of love, right? But like, that's not truly what it is. I hope we all know that, but love really is an action, right? And scripture, I can't remember where because I'm just, you know, in the spirit as I'm saying this, but even the Lord says, you know, if you love me, then feed my sheep, right? Like, You can't just tell me that you love me. If you love me, then feed my sheep. If you love me, then do this action. 
And so when we really adopt the queen mentality and understand that we are here on on planet Earth on like service based missions, then we must understand that in order for us to really be walking in power, to take all of the heady knowledge that we have, to take all of the insight and information we have and to really like embody it and really you know, walk into daily manifestation and daily miracles, we need to be activated in the love department. And the love department really is like through your heart because it's one thing for information to go into your head, but if it doesn't enter into your heart, it won't go into your actions. I'll say that one more time. It's one thing for you to have all of this information in your head, but if it doesn't go into your heart, it won't go into your actions. When the wisdom that I pour into you or another person pours into you or where you get like knowledge from, from TikTok, Instagram, if it's not really activated in your heart, you won't be able to hold the the fruit of it in your hand, right? And what stops a lot of us women from really like allowing it to activate in our hearts so we can be really moving in power is that a lot of us are blocked emotionally. A lot of us are blocked in the heart department. And when it comes to like scripture and the way that scripture works, it's like the Lord's goal is not just to get work words into your head like everyone who ministers the word of god i would consider myself to be a minister like my goal is to get it into your heart right and in order for us to really allow things to penetrate into our heart we have to be willing to look at the things that have potentially have caused us like trauma and the reason why i think a lot of us neglect like really opening the doors of our heart and really looking at it is because there's usually like painful memories that are associated with it that our culture or our surroundings have programmed us to kind of numb out and and that's how like things become blind spots over a period of time and that's why I think having a coach or having a therapist is incredibly important that is literally why I got into the role of like coaching seven years ago because literally I kept noticing all of the people around me had a lot of these like issues and they kept thinking they're like mindset issues which I think the mindset plays a massive role but the heart set issues is like takes you onto another path right it's like once you unblock certain things in your heart like you unlock a whole new level in the game of life you unlock a whole new level of wealth and you unlock a whole new level of just true satisfaction that can actually be experienced in your body so why is love so powerful because literally when jesus came to this world he fulfilled the law and the law i'm talking about is like the law of moses all of the commandments there's definitely more than um 10 uh commandments there's a whole whole bunch of commandments that were condensed into 10 commandments but the law is like really really extensive and it's literally impossible for man to to fulfill it which is why jesus had to come through and fulfill it for us on our behalf right but the lord got rid of everything in the law if you believe in the name of jesus you believe that he lived died resurrected three days later and that he's you know sitting at the right hand of the father if you really believe that in your heart you believe that in your heart you know, like then you are saved, right? Because belief is not just like a mental, there's not, it's not just like a mental thing. Literally in Romans 10, 9, it says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Why does it not, why doesn't it just say like, you know, believe with your mind? Why does it say that you believe, you have to believe with your heart? That shows you the power of really planting things in your heart. So let's get more into the love department and why I believe it's so important. So when Jesus came to earth, he fulfilled the law. You know, those the hundreds and hundreds of law, laws that are in the Old Testament. I believe it's in Deuteronomy. And it's a lot of laws, right? It's a lot of things that we have to try and do, right? But Jesus fulfilled it all. However, however... <laughs> 
In the book of John, John chapter 13, verse 34, he says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. It is literally a commandment that he's given to us. He fulfilled everything else. He fulfilled all of the laws, right? Meaning we can all go to heaven. We've all been saved by grace. We all have the gift of righteousness, right? However, there is still a commandment to those who call themselves Christians. You know, I feel like even these days, I struggle sometimes with calling myself Christian because I don't think a lot of people who even call themselves Christians are truly Christian. I would rather just call myself a follower of Christ, right? And it's because I think so many people who think like, Christianity is just going to church and saying, yeah, Jesus is great. Love Jesus. But if they're not really like loving other people, then they are not really doing what Jesus has commanded us to do. They don't really love Jesus. And Jesus said, it says, if you love me, then feed my sheep. So what is he saying? He's saying that if you love me, then serve. If you love me, then serve. And if you are not walking in service, you're not walking in love. If you're not walking in service, you're not walking in power. If you're not walking in service, you're cutting yourself off from the the abundance that God is trying to get to you. But the kingdom does operate specifically with love. Like love is how the kingdom operates. Love is the activator for wealth. And so love is deeply connected to service, service that is not rooted in the serving of self, but service that is rooted in like other people. This is like literally a principle that people I met when I was before I got saved and I was like deep in the like the world of the occult where people were like manifesting on a level that if I told you all the level of what people were manifesting at, like manifest manifestation is real, real, real. It's not a joke. It's real. But a lot of people don't understand like what it comes with and who you're actually making these deals with. Anyway, when I was deep in that world, a lot of people understood this principle. The reason why so many people were having so much success in like that new age occulty world is because they understood the law of love. They understood it more than how Christians understand it. You know, you have people out here who are trying to like pray for breakthroughs, whether it's in their relationships or in money or in career or pregnancy or whatever it may be, right? But their their prayers and their desires and their their true like wants are not are always like rooted in self. And it's not until we really start to learn how to die to self and really allow ourselves to submit to the life of Christ, then we are like truly reborn in the flesh. Like we are already reborn in the spirit, but in order for us to be like the new creature, you know, to walk like the new creation and be that that queen that God has created us to be, not just in heaven, but here on earth, we must be in the the posture of submitting to the life of Christ. And so when we submit to the life of Christ, Christ begins to dwell within us and live throughout and like live through us if that makes any sense and so if you want literally like the life of christ and not just your own life you better understand that if christ is coming through to like live through you like he has things to do and the things that he has to do is always going to be connected to service i don't care what your queen path is what your mission is what your dream is i guarantee that if you connect it to service you will begin prospering in that path and prosperity is not just limited to just money prosperity is peace prosperity Prosperity is passion. Prosperity is like peace in your soul, in your mind, in your heart, and your emotions, in your will, right? So if you want that true prosperity, that prosperity that permeates into your being, then it's about really allowing yourself to be a woman of service, right? And I'm thinking about teaching a class on this. I do want to start doing YouTube videos. I've been like putting on pause for a while, but like God is calling me to do it. I'm just like kind of navigating <laughs> that, that chapter. 
but I am definitely going to teach a class on like what it really means to be like in your calling. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is like when you are in that mode of service, you realize that your life is like a vessel for God. And because it is a vessel for God, you understand that you are a conduit for things that he's trying to give and do for other people. So for example, if your queen archetype is a queen of sanctuaries, right? And then you are really submitted to God and you are a vessel for God, then I guarantee that most likely God is trying to get like wisdom to your husband or, you know, provision to your children or, you know, support to your community and your surroundings around you like he's trying to use you as a vessel in the home ground right there's so many things he's trying to get to you and through you so you can give on to others and if you are a people's queen like god is most likely trying to use your vessel as a conduit to get a message or to get you through through certain doors that other people haven't been able to access like you are here to use your vessel to carry out a message or a mission that god has placed within you if you are a queen of streams then god wants you to really understand the gift of the creativity is connected to the realm of like prophecy and the realm of prophecy is connected to the realm of creation and God's trying to create something through you so you can get it to other people. If you are a corporate queen, your life is not about your job. It's not about you being the boss babe and like getting all of these achievements at work. God is trying to partner with you so you can be in the position to bring other people through the door, to to have the authority and an ability to hire people, to delegate tasks, to empower people, to understand that that his leadership can be pouring through you and then it can, you know, not just end in the workplace, but then it can go outside of the workplace and influence your home and your friendships and your environment. Like our roles as queens is to understand that we are conduits for, for the, the will of God. And if we're not really understanding that the will of God is always going to be connected to some kind of service, then we are cutting ourselves off from the fullness of the inheritance, right? So I personally, when I think of inheritance, my mind always goes to money because like I grew up loving like clueless and like i will like london tipton from uh sweet life and zach and cody i've always been drawn to like the rich girl like characters like the rich girl archetypes which maybe i should do a tiktok video about that this is literally how my mind works y'all i'm just like i speak and then like get ideas and then i just work on them and they they're they're often successful that is the power of flow state which is another topic for another episode Anyway, what I'm trying to say, what I've noticed about women who have like that that privileged mindset, they're not walking through the world looking to like be in service because like they don't have to be in service. And so I grew up with that programming, you know, and even when I, you know, entered into the kingdom and the Lord saved me, I still had that clueless, you know, London tipped in rich girl kind of mentality mentality. I'm like, do you know who my daddy is? My daddy's rich. He owns the whole world and the whole universe. And, you know, and I was operating from that and I was expecting all of this inheritance and all of this abundance and all of these things. And I wasn't really obeying the one commandment that Jesus has given me, which was to be in love, to walk in love. And so when my life wasn't advancing after I was saved, I was like, what the heck? Like, isn't like God rich? Isn't all things belong to to Jesus? Like it says, seek the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added onto him. I have the righteousness and I, you know, I know who the kingdom is. Like, where's the things, right? But if you're not really seeking the, the the kingdom of God, which is Jesus Christ, then you won't really get the the one instruction, the one instruction that he gives to us, which is like 
the commandment to love. And if we don't really have an understanding of what love is, then we are like not really doing the one instruction. Yes, we are saved by grace. Yes, we are saved. But when it comes to like moving in power in this earth that was given to us, like that's in Psalms. Like it says like, you know, the heavens belongs to God, but the earth he's given to us. Like we are here to really have dominion over this earth, meaning we are born to rule in, in revelations. It says that he has made us kings and priests. And that's not gender exclusive to just men. He's saying that we are queens and priestesses. That's what he's telling us, right? But anytime that you're in that position, you have to obey what the master's telling you to do. And he's only telling us to do one thing, which is to love. And love is moving in service. So ask yourself today, am I really like embodying love? Am I walking in love? Am I only focused on serving myself? Am I, is my life centered around my own desires? Is my business idea only centered around myself? One thing I've noticed, because I work with, I have so many amazing coaching clients. I love all the women I work with. And what usually happens <laughs> in my sessions, I can always see where that person's blocked, right? And it's often connected to something that has to do in the realm of love or the heart. Because once you really start to clear those blocks, clear that area, you open the gates of all of the things that the Lord desperately wants to get, like, get to you. You know, God doesn't want us out here to be struggling. He doesn't want us out here to be boss babes working 70 hour weeks. He doesn't want us out here to be like suffering. He wants us dripped in fine linen, loving on our husbands, raising our families. He wants us to be, you know, respected like the Proverbs 31 woman. If you're a queen of streams, Proverbs 31 is literally the woman that God is calling you to be. And she's like, she she's a, she's a busy babe, but she has like love and family and she she has peace in her life and she's cherished by her husband like god wants such incredible things for his daughters for his queens but we all all we have to do is really unblock that one area which is the area of love and so i invite you my loves today to sit with yourself and really really get real with yourself and ask yourself am i walking in love or am i walking in selfishness Am I walking in love or am I just focused on self? And the moment you start clearing that, you realize it's not about you, that all of the things that God has poured into you is for other people. And that doesn't mean you have to fill a stadium. That doesn't mean you have to be famous. Sometimes it's, it's you're here to influence three people. Sometimes you're here to like inspire five people, one person. Like what I learned when I was like in the occult world and, you know, no one would like outrightly say that they're Satanists, but you know, now that I'm out of it, I'm like, okay, now I understand what Satanism really is. But Satanism is like the worship of self over everything else, which is literally the opposite of how the kingdom of God operates. God came here and washed, you know, the, the feet of his disciples. You like the devil could never, he could never, he honors no one. And so if we're op also operating like the devil, then of course we're not going to get the fullness of the inheritance. So we need to radically shift our mind but also radically shift our hearts radically shift our hearts love is so powerful especially when you're embodying love like you're walking in love so many like i feel like so many opportunities have come my way specifically in the past like year and a half and it's not because i'm the smartest person or because i'm so well connected it's because like I shifted once God woke me up to this part of myself about like how I wasn't really moving in love. Once I started to really carry that, favor came upon me. 
favor came upon me, not because I was being nice to everyone. Because I think that's another misconception that people have with love. They're like, okay, love just means like you're nice to everyone and you're just like smiling at everyone. I'm like, babe, no, no, no. We need to wash that mentality of what you think love is. No, I started creating not just the things that I wanted to create, but things that I knew that could, could help other people. I stopped trying to just, oh, I want to make this thing for me because this is my own desire. I was like, no, my creativity is a gift. I'm going to use it to to advance the kingdom of God. And then before I would go and work on all these ideas, I would bring them to God. God, is this what you want me to do? Great. And then I would do it and he would prosper me in these things. And then even besides business, just like like travel opportunities, cool brand deals, meeting so many incredible people, like my network, my circle of influence, they're just like some of the most legendary people ever. I feel like one day they'll be writing books about some of the people who I am so blessed to be in the circle of influence with. And I don't think that's because I'm smiley and I'm just like bubbly and nice, even though that can help you get through the door. It's because I, I move with service. And when you move with service, you, you're moving with authority. When, when you're moving with authority, like the world respects you and the world doesn't respect you in the sense that like everything is just like given to you. But in the sense that like if you're going to walk into a, into a room that God has led you into, then you know exactly who you need to speak to. You know exactly what you need to say. And there will be doors open for you. You don't have to work as hard when you're moving in love. You don't have to work as hard when you're moving in love. And so, again, I invite you all, my loves, this week to ask yourself, am I moving in love am I mo- or am I moving in selfishness? And what do I need to do? What do I need to shift? What do I need to change for me to really start walking in love? Anytime I forget who like, I truly am, outside of my situations and problems and circumstances. I always look at women who I like deeply admire and like Princess Diana is one of my favorite um, figures, historical figures, role models of all time. And just the way that she moved in the world, she really just took that position of, you know, being in the royal family and just took it to another level, like completely transformed it. I know that they were probably doing charitable work before she entered into that Uh, establishment into the firm but she took it to another level she really really used that position to not allow people to just focus on herself and that's where God wants his daughters he wants us walking in love because he wants us walking in power so my loves I'm going to leave you all with this particular scripture I'm going to play the scripture for you guys it's 1 Corinthians 13 I think it's a great scripture just to meditate on so you can understand what love truly is And um, if this is a class that you want me to teach on, I know that I want to get more into YouTube and teach more kingdom classes in 2024. Um, Just message me on the Queen Path Instagram. Um, Shoot me a message. Give me ideas. I want to create what you guys want because, of course, I'm moving in service. I literally do this because I love, love the response I get when I've made like a breakthrough in someone's life, whether it be through the podcast or through courses or through my coaching, it is one of the greatest feelings. I cannot even explain it. And I've had, I've experienced luxury at the highest degree, like the highest degree. And I'm telling you, nothing compares, nothing compares to the feeling of like being in my purpose. So with that, all that being said, I'm going to leave you all with 1 Corinthians 13 and I love you all so much and I'll see you all in the next episode. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a ringing gong or a clanging cymbal. 
If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have absolute faith so as to move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and exult in the surrender of my body, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no account of wrongs. Love takes no pleasure in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be restrained. Where there is knowledge, it will be dismissed. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial passes away. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I set aside childish ways. Now we see but a dim reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain. Faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love.